It's a beautiful day, a day that my co-creators and I have made, and we are rejoicing on this beautiful day. It is a day of enlightenment. It is a day of awakening of the souls. It is a day of self-discovery, self-development, and self-healing. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Life with Terry podcast with your host, Terry Malaji. Please remember that the podcast is also available at various audio platforms such as Spotify, Google Podcast, Amazon, Samsung Podcast, and many more platforms as listed on our website. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, feeling positive, and hope you are feeling positive wherever you are. If not, I am sending you positive vibes. This is the fourth part of a series and if you have not listened to other episodes, please do so. Remember that I'm also sharing my journey of transitioning from my religious life of more than three decades to being enlightened. I have no doubt that by sharing my experience, I am helping others who are still chained by religion. I am also shedding light on those who were never indoctrinated, but are victims of those who are indoctrinated or cannot understand why a normal human being can behave the way an indoctrinated person behaves. When you are enlightened, you are in a better position to come up with solutions and usher society into a healed space. You are also in a position to connect to the power of oneness and connectedness. The power of oneness and connectedness is silenced, unfortunately, by religion which promotes hatred and division. I wish to highlight some of the symptoms or some of the behavior of an indoctrinated mind that you may have come across or are likely to come across. The other day I saw an Instagram post from Oprah, yes, Oprah Winfrey, sharing her experience at uh, Beyonce's concert. In the video, she is sharing how she was wowed with the performance and she decided to give a summary of her experience on Instagram. She mentioned that the talent that Beyonce portrayed at the concert can only come from a source that creates the planets. Underlined the phrase, a source that creates the planet. For someone who is not indoctrinated with religion anymore, the statement, a source that creates the planets, is a positive word that describes the creator. There's nothing wrong with that phrase. However, for people who are indoctrinated with religion, 
they are quick to intervene and preach that it is not the source, it is God. Let me share with you some of the comments that were made by Christians in response to Oprah's usage of the word source, which simply means a person or a thing from which something originates. The first comment reads, straight from God, you can say it, Oprah, it's okay to praise the Most High and the gifts and powers he bestows upon us. And uh, she used an emoji showing praise and worship with hands. (laughs) (laughs) Ha, no, I'm laughing because once upon a time I was part of this group. It said, it said, Another comment uh, reads, she can't say God because she got too many contracts with the devil. So she's saying that Oprah cannot mention the word God because she has many contracts with the devil. Let me tell you one thing about Christians or religious people in general. They know how to invent conspiracy theories. When logic fails them, they are quick to invent uh, conspiracy theories. Someone agreed with this conspiracy theory by saying, that's what I thought. (laughs) Someone was furious and telling Oprah to not compare Beyonce's uh, talent with anything heavenly. (laughs) Here's another one. Uh, She's saying that um, anointing, Uh, that you see in Beyonce is not from God at all. Absolutely not from Holy Spirit. That anointing comes from demonic fallen angels which did not create the planets. (laughs) The anointing from God makes see your sins and bring you to repentance. I'm just reading the comments here whether they are written properly or not, uh, it's something else. The anointing from God leads you to repentance and praise to God. So on the one hand, they are angry that Oprah is not acknowledging God for Beyonce's talent. Instead, she is acknowledging a source. On the other hand, they are contesting that Beyonce's talent does not come from God. (laughs) I don't know what they want. Imagine someone fighting you simply because you choose to use the word source that creates all planets instead of using the word God. I have just mentioned a few comments, by the way, from the many comments that were made in response to Oprah's uh, post. When I was a Christian, I used to cringe, let me tell you. I used to cringe and get so angry when someone uh, decides to use the word such as the source or use a word such as the universe. I was so defensive and felt like people are reducing my powerful God to just the word source or universe. 
Some people were too quick to see through the religious people and call them out through other comments. Uh, please forgive them. Forgive my fellow ex-Christians. They know not that they are indoctrinated with the God's consciousness. It's, it's very painful. Um, it's said that a human being who has the power and authority to be a creator is reducing themselves to a level of being a mere subject of a God a mere subject of a word that was invented by our ancestors when they were figuring out life. It is very sad that you are indoctrinated to impose your lack of knowledge and your lack of understanding about the history of our ancestors on somebody who is enlightened. Very, very sad indeed. The challenge is that you can correct them all you want, but it is futile. An indoctrinated mind is a mind that is robotic in nature. In fact, it reminds me of artificial intelligence. It cannot argue based on logic except within the scope of what it is prescribed. It is arguing within the life prescriptions that were invented by the founders of religion. It is programmed to worship, to revere, and to defend a god. It is programmed to impose and force its views on others. It is also programmed to insult and to curse anyone who chooses not to believe in their God. It is programmed to defend the kingdom of God like soldiers will do. I often hear people make comments such as, you guys are so unchrist-like. Why do you behave so different from your Christ? And yet you call yourself Christians. And in my mind, I'm thinking, if you only knew that Christians take after their father God, they are the true children of father God. And remember, the manifestation of the attributes of a father God is dependent on a couple of factors. For some Christians, it depends on how they were introduced to Father God. For some, it depends on the church leader who they listen to uh, on daily basis or Sunday to Sunday. Some depends on their understanding of the Bible or the translation of the Bible they used or the location that they are based in. So there are different camps in, within the Christian circle. You will find that different individuals, they behave differently because of how they were introduced to Christianity or how they are trained through the church, through the pastor and so forth. If you want to understand the indoctrinated mind of a religious person, you must also understand the attributes of their God. 
they inherit and manifest the energy of their God. There is the God consciousness that is at play. Some of the attributes of the God presented to us through the Bible is a God with superiority complex mixed with inferiority complex. It is a God with ego, massive ego, a God who is too quick to make death threats. Remember that Bible verse that I spoke about in the previous episodes where Yahweh was threatening anyone who chooses to worship other gods. And if you read the Old Testament, you will find that there are many verses where threats were made to those who didn't want to worship Yahweh, where killings were committed, or rather, let me just say murder, were committed uh, because some people chose to worship other gods. And let me remind you that when the Israelites were delivered from Egypt, they were used to worshiping multiple gods. So when they got out of Egypt, which is the center of multiple gods, they still wanted to worship multiple gods. But for some reason, Moses decided that I want the people to stop worshiping multiple gods and worship one God. And he was the only one who had access to this God and together with the priest, So it was easy for him to come back and say, hey, people, listen, you shall not worship any other God, says God. And if you do so, you shall be killed. The superiority complex also comes from the concept of the kingdom of God. Um, It comes from being made to believe that it is always us Christians against the world. It is us in our powerful kingdom of our God and them on the other side. And uh, the Bible teaches us that eventually every knee shall bow before Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Every knee must bow. And those who are not born again, they are going to hell. So that creates that mentality that we are special, that we are chosen. They they call themselves the chosen ones, the ones after Yahweh's heart. Um, Yeah, that is one um, of the reasons why they feel that they have that entitlement to tell everyone to call God God and to not use any other word. The attributes of God manifest the energy that is filled with uh, a power-hungry individual uh, who enjoys and gets pleasure from controlling human beings. It manifests the energy of slavery. Just imagine human beings, adults, billions of adults, being fascinated by the fact that everyone is going to bow down before a God. This is some crazy stuff. Really? There are billions of adults who are fascinated by the fact that 
their father God is building streets of gold in heaven. And when they die and go to heaven, they are going to spend days and nights worshiping him, singing songs of praise and worship. To think that I believed this fairy tale for more than 30 years, it's <laughs> unbelievable. There is life to live. There is so much to do on earth. There are problems to solve. There are innovations to, 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 to explore. There is heaven to create on earth. And you find billions of people looking forward to just go and spend day and night worshipping a deity, worshipping a god that is human made. Only an indoctrinated mind can believe such things. It is not okay. You know the founders of religion? They really, really, really are the devils. The painful consequences of a mind that honestly believes that it is going to heaven one day is that it becomes lazy to come up with ideas and solutions of creating a heaven on earth and working together with others to create heaven on earth. It is lazy to send out positive energy into the atmosphere that will contribute towards creating peace here on earth. Why? Because there is that hope that we are going to heaven someday. And not only that, billions of people are okay to worship a God that has promised his children Hell, I mean, the Bible teaches us that those who are not born again are going to hell. And you have billions of people clapping hands, celebrating, smiling, worshipping, bowing down the, to this God. Do you know that by embracing energy, you are placing that energy in your subconscious mind and telling your subconscious mind that I am agreeing to this. You may not be the one manifesting what you put in your subconscious mind, but the fact that it is energy that exists, when you send out that energy, it may manifest through somebody else who is surrounded by a ground that is fertile for them to experience your subconscious mind. When you read the Bible and see a God that was ordering slavery, that was approving slavery, that was approving human trafficking on daylight because it is presented by the authors of the Bible. You are approving that energy. You are embedding that energy within you. You are becoming one with that energy. And yet you go and pray for things to work out on earth and expect things to work when you are carrying around that energy. Unless you have studied the Bible and walked the journey of an indoctrinated mind, it, it won't make sense why religious people behave the way they do. Of course, there are those who are not indoctrinated but are using the Bible to further manipulate those who are already indoctrinated, especially the so-called pastors, bishops, and uh, prophets, and church leaders. 
I am not saying that every pastor is a crook. There are those pastors who genuinely have intentions of healing a society and unfortunately they are manifesting their highest purposes through a system that is tainted. It is easy for church leaders to manipulate the mind that is already indoctrinated. Think of the number of churches we have we have in Africa and the lies, the fraud, the circus that we continue to see on daylight being performed by these church leaders who are followed by millions of people. Next time when you experience a bullying behavior or a behavior of someone with superiority complex from a religious person, unless your life is in danger or there is injustice taking place or about to take place, my advice is that you walk away and you don't engage because you are going to engage an indoctrinated mind. You are going to engage a robot. Uh, I was this person in the past. If you engage, the only thing that you are likely going to get uh, that is logical according to an indoctrinated mind is insults and threats. You are likely to hear phrases such as you are an agent of the devil, you are a demon, may the wrath of God be upon you, you need Jesus or you are going to hell. The bullying tactic is something that they take from their father God as presented in the Bible. All right. Remember that I was indoctrinated for more than 30 years and I know exactly what I'm talking about. While some of the religious people are too quick to insult and impose their ideas on others, some are comforted by the Bible verses that state that People who are not of God, people who have not accepted Jesus Christ or who speak their mind and choose to follow their own ways are blind, okay? They are blinded by the devil. Until they are born again through the blood of Jesus Christ, they remain blind, we are going to unpack this blood ritual of Jesus that was incorporated in the Bible. And it is a topic for another day. Here's the craziest thing. Not only was I made to believe that those who are not born again through the blood of Jesus Christ are blinded by the devil. I was also taught through the Bible that the devil was once an angel who was cast out of heaven by God because of what? Because of his arrogance. And, and remember, the devil is also a male figure. He's mm, reigning men <laughs> in the Bible. <laughs> God is a man or a he. Jesus Christ is a man. The devil is a man. The prophets who were behind the gods were male figures. The priests who were behind the gods and who were the mouthpiece of the gods were males. 
the seers were males. Just think about it. The casting of the devil from heaven by God is, I believe, one of the reasons a lot of religious people are too quick to give God Yahweh the glory and honor. Hence, you find that Christians are too quick to correct anybody who uh, downplays the name of God, according to them. Uh, that is why you found Christians who were quick to correct Oprah by telling her that she must give God the glory. Okay? She must not shy away from giving God the glory. It is that energy of, of, of superiority uh, complex, that energy of wanting to be worshipped, that energy of wanting to create a hierarchy and uh, separating uh, human beings according to class. There's God on the one hand and there's human beings on the lower end. And in spirituality, there is no such separation. It does not exist. We are creators and the creator is us. The creator is with us. There is no separation that is created by religion. Hierarchy is a human-made system. Human beings thrive on hierarchy. So that is why you found that a lot of people were quick to make comments to Oprah to say to her, please give God the glory. He deserves the glory. He is the one behind Beyonce's talent. And don't you dare hide that he is the one who gave Beyonce talent. We like giving him the glory because we are ordered to do that. And I think also fear plays a role. While many will claim that we are doing it voluntarily, I believe at the back of our mind, there's that kind of fear that if we don't worship him, he will take away the blessings. If we don't worship him, he will not give us grace. We will lose favor. So you have a God who is your father, but he won't bless you unless you worship him the way he wants to be worshipped. He wants the glory. Let me tell you something. Within spirituality, nobody wants glory. The creator does not need the glory. My success is the success of the creator. My achievements are the achievements of the creator. We all win. There is no power that is being claimed. These are the attributes of human beings who were behind the gods, who were placed in position of controlling the narrative of the gods. Remember, without the prophets, without the seers, without the priest, the voice of God is silenced. This God created the devil cast him out of heaven because of arrogancy and allowed him to blind us. <laughs> oh no. While the devil is busy enjoying his blind work on earth, God is busy preparing hell for those who are blinded by the devil. 
In other words, God has the power of chaining the devil and destroying him for good. <laughs> but no, he's not doing that. He's allowing him to cause havoc until the day God is going to decide to destroy him. And that day is somewhere in the future. And uh, with Christianity, everything is in the future. Hell is in the future. Heaven is in the future. I don't know why Oprah chose to use the wet sauce. But for someone like me, who is now decolonized, the word God is a trigger, I must say. It is a trigger because it was presented to me and many other Christians by a system that assigned multiple human-made attributes to this word. And those attributes are ugly. They are not positive at all. They are not attributes that you want to celebrate, the attributes that you want to appreciate and honor. The sad thing is that you only see those attributes when you are out of the system. When you are inside the system, all you do is to acknowledge them, to accept them, to revere them, and to celebrate and clap for them. Sad indeed. Remember that the word God is not a name. It is a definition of a supreme being. Multiple supreme beings were given names by our ancestors. Remember that our ancestors, during the invention of the gods, they identified specific building blocks, gave those building blocks a class of being supreme. Ask many Christians what the name God means, and you will be shocked that they don't know. The impact of this is both spiritual and physical. We have billions of people on earth who are comfortable manifesting the bullying energy, the energy of superiority complex, the energy of uh, a robotic energy, uh, the masculine energy, the killing energy, the murder energy, the slavery energy, and so forth and so forth. When are we going to heal as a nation when we have millions of people harboring negative energy in their subconscious mind? When are we going to heal when we have many people acknowledging and clapping hands for negative energy because they're indoctrinated. They are not able to see the true nature of the God energy that they are worshipping as presented by the Bible because they cannot differentiate between a God presented in the Bible and the creator who you can experience by yourself naturally without human-made systems. When the missionaries came to South Africa to preach Christianity, our ancestors knew the creator long before they were introduced to a God of Israel and they knew the creator as Mudimu. The word Mudimu is used in my language. It is used in Northern Sotho, one of the official languages in South Africa. 
it is used to refer to a spirit or energy. Many of us never bother to learn about the history of our ancestors, unfortunately. Uh, we don't know about the tribes of our ancestors, but we have doctorates in knowledge about the 12 tribes of Israel. We are taught that our ancestors who have transitioned into the spirit world are demons. We don't communicate with them. We don't have relationship with them. When we get introduced into the system of Christianity or of religion, we are taught to seek after God, to know him and to know more about him through the Bible, the Bible that is created by human being, the Bible that gathered the indigenous knowledge of people who are just living their lives, trying to figure it out as we do today. And they had to write it in such a way that it present a very uh, tight system that many people are following. The word mudimu was also borrowed and used to describe God when the Bible was translated into the Northern Sutu version. My ancestors had an organic and authentic relationship with the energy of the creator without human-made attributes that were assigned to the God energy fueled by political motive, motives and agendas. They exercised, that is my ancestors, freedom to connect with the creator without being managed and controlled by a system. Church was created to maintain a perpetual dependency syndrome on the leaders and a God. It was created to silence the ability of a human being to connect to the creator and understand that they are also creators who can do exceedingly above what they can think of. Today, many churches are created to generate income. Uh, I will talk about tithe in another episode. That is another beast <laughs> that we need to talk about. Today, people are judged by the number of Sundays they go to church. We are made to feel guilty for not going to church. I'm over that world. From the day you are born until the day you die as an adult, you are being taught by the same pastor. You never graduate. You remain in the same level forever. You remain on the same level year in and year out. The ones who are likely to graduate and become pastors are the children of the pastors or those who decide to leave and start their own churches. The concept of church was one of the first things that I questioned when I started my spiritual journey. Imagine you were born uh, again 20 years ago and have been going to church for many years and you still find yourself sitting next to somebody who was born again uh, today or yesterday or the month ago. And both of you are being fed the same uh, teachings. You are being fed the same message 
every Sunday. Hmm? Nobody is graduating. Nobody is uh, feeling that I have the ability to search the, the truth on my own. I'm done. Our African ancestors knew and understood the concept of energy because they had direct relationship with energy. They were gifted long before the missionaries came to Africa. They were seers. Some of them were psychics. Some had the gifts of prophecy. They were healers. They were herbalists. And some of them had the ability to channel spirits for purposes of healing and so forth. I come from a family of ancestors who were not Christians, but they were herbalists, they were seers, they were gifted with the ability to channel spirits. Because of Christianity, unfortunately, we never bothered to find out about them. Uh, we never bothered to go on self-discovery journey and find out the gifts that we are carrying and the gifts that we can manifest. The concept of a masculine God is a foreign concept to some of our ancestors who knew the creator before they were colonized. The pronouns he and she do not exist in my language. And here we are manifesting the masculine energy of a masculine God who is presented to us through religion. Our African ancestors recognized both the masculine and feminine energy and the importance of each in the process of creation. They appreciated the balance that is created by both the masculine and the feminine energy. I, I have no doubt that those who wrote the Bible and established religion were pushing um, the patriarchal system, which is foreign to us Africans. We're still going to go through the Bible verses that clearly show this agenda. Today we are experiencing masculine toxicity and egos that are responsible for many problems that we are facing in society because the essential feminine energy was removed from the value chain of creation by those who packaged the Bible. I also mentioned this in the book Principles and Tools of Creation. When men embark on a spiritual journey, they heal because they are balancing the masculine energy. They are embracing the feminine energy that was silenced by the masculine energy that was elevated through the patriarchal system. It is very sad to see the descendants of our African ancestors who have adopted the concept of a foreign god and manifesting his attributes. Uh, I'm going to talk about this later when we unpack more attributes of the gods. For those who want to learn more about my experience with the Creator, you can read chapter 1 of the Principles and Tools of Creation.
All this is happening because our beloved ancient people invented the gods when they were trying to figure out life like we continue to figure out life. But here's the thing. Every generation brings with them the ability to create more light than those who have passed or those who have worked before us. We cannot continue to live like our ancestors did. We need to improve. We need to innovate. We need to be creative. Before I close, I want to share with you um, a paragraph on page 20 of Principles and Tools of Creation. It reads as follows. If I teach you about the attributes of the Creator, know that I'm either preaching religion to you or I am motivated by some agenda. I cannot introduce the Creator to you because you are the offspring of the Creator. And the Creator is also you and within you. We are all creators. Whatever the creator did, we can do too. The creator cannot use another race or system to introduce his, her, their, and its true nature to anyone. You are always the source of introduction. If anything, I should be able to see the creator through you without you giving me a sermon. I see the Creator through the planets, flowers, insects, the sun, animals, Mother Earth, my children, and so forth. Your experience represents the Creator. My experience represents the Creator. You don't want to limit your experiences of the Creator by relying on my experiences. Allow yourself to access the creator that you are. Allow the creator to reveal herself, himself, themselves, and itself to you in a way that is authentic, organic, and aligned with who you are at every stage of your life. Let the creator reveal herself, himself, themselves, and itself to you and through you in a way that resonates with you in a way that is comfortable, reassuring, and gentle. Take a pause and forget what you have been taught about the Creator. You have been living your life according to someone else's experience and views of the Creator. Trust me, no one is going to punish or curse you. Even if they do curse you, you have a final say about what gets declared and manifested concerning your life. I close quote. Beautiful people, beautiful creator and co-creators, you are a creator and the creator is within you and you are one with the creator. Do not allow any religion or any external knowledge to impose a creator on you. Do not allow an indoctrinated mind to impose and force their understanding of the creator 
on your life. It is time for enlightenment. It is time for healing. It is time for the power of oneness and connectedness to come on earth and liberate us. I know that I promised in the previous episode that we're going to talk about the personification of the gods, the building of the temples, the host of the gods and so forth. Um, but when some something is laid on my heart and I have a strong feeling that I should share with, I do that without hesitating. And the beauty of owning your own podcast is that you can just go with the flow and make sure that the message comes across. That was a burning issue for me that I needed to share. So I hope you are blessed. I hope you are empowered and I hope Hope you will also invite those you feel needs to listen to this and that they can also learn. On that note, I just want to say goodbye everyone. Take good care until the next episode. Stay blessed and stay positive.